0: Welcome to episode eight of the after the fact podcast. Uh Yay. I'm Luke. I'm here with the same people. I'm all always... you know what, I said that last time. Fuck this.
1: Welcome to the last time. Jesus Christ is not Beow. here.
0: <laughs> Take three. Take three. <laughs> the after the fact podcast with your hosts luke matthews yeah i was it, it's kind of shockingly close it's shockingly i don't know what i'm trying to say christina
1: peck
2: yeah it was like your own boss battle how do you use the menu system in this game
3: <laughs> patrick manning i don't like it either i don't know why i paid for it and mike DiPatrillo.
1: all of the men use assholes chaps they use assholes chaps All right, podcast. Let's go podcast.
0: Podcast. Welcome to episode eight of the After the Fact podcast. (laughs) (laughs) This is Luke. There's people with me. Christina's here. Hi. Micatron's here.
3: Yo, Patrick's here. Uh, In in spirit.
0: (laughs) What is that? Frightens me a little bit, sir.
3: (laughs) I'm a ghost. I'm gonna go
1: kill myself now. (laughs) <laughs>
3: anyway
2: it's like sitting across from eeyore
1: exactly that's what i was gonna say
3: let's do the
1: podcast
3: lost my tail oh bother
2: fuck
0: me. <laughs> fuck me in the ass all right well it's been two weeks since we did our last podcast this show's gonna be all about cave story uh we'll get into why we're doing cave story later in the show breaking um, format oh my god sort of um, a little bit. The very so,
1: fabric of the universe. What have dissolving. you guys been
0: playing other than Cave Story? Last two weeks. Don't I know, Mike. I'm not don't. looking at you, Mikeatron. I'm just kind of looking across the table because I know you don't play Pretend. crap because you're too busy to play video games. But uh,
1: I wish I wasn't.
0: Sometimes. No, you don't. Yeah, okay. Are you kidding me? You, you paid for what you're doing. Oh, so yes, yes,
1: yes, yes. I lied.
0: What about you two?
3: Uh, I've been playing a lot of Peggle because uh, I was recovering from my arm injury, so I couldn't play the normal games I would normally play. Um, got uh, Final Fight Double Impact it's pretty fun especially because it came with uh, Magic Sword like the music Bitrip Void that was fun
0: Bitrip Void is awesome yeah. I love
3: that game uh, oh Super Gen- Street Fighter 4 yeah Super Street Fighter 4 just got that Um, it's just as frustrating as the original Street Fighter 4 especially for someone who plays BlazBlue because uh, <laughs> Junk monster has been playing that with my girlfriend God So damn dude do you do anything but play video games yeah, do all kinds really? of stuff.
0: Because how the fuck do you cram all that in? I've I've been playing grand total of three games for the last week, and even those I wasn't focusing on.
1: Mm. Wow. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm impressed. I don't. Yeah.
1: It's my usual fare. He doesn't brush his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> no time. Got to play
2: games. I've been a uh, oh, gingivitis. Gingivitis. <laughs> I've been uh playing. Sherlock Holmes versus Jack the Ripper which just came out on a uh, 360. And while not being like the greatest game ever, it is a uh kind of like a point and click adventure game on a console which immediately gets like an immediate pass for me on almost any problems that it may have and there are problems. Um <laughs> but you know, if anybody is a really huge adventure game fan, probably not, but if you are, it's definitely worth running at least. Uh it suffers from like poor graphics they're, they're vo- there's voice acting in there, sort of, which is terrible. Like, one of the people you meet on the street sounds like Kermit the Frog in, like, Victorian England. What, what <laughs> is
1: so bad about that? Come there's on. really nothing bad. Did,
3: do they just run out of budget for voice actors and they just decide to synthesize the <laughs> vocals? Sort of just use, like, Apple talk and... <laughs> <laughs> <Just> <laughs> everybody in. else
2: sounds, like, somewhat normal until you meet this guy and he's like, I don't want to talk to you. Except Kermit the Frog is the one saying it and I can't do a Kermit the Frog impression, mm. but... It's awful, but overall, I'm enjoying it. I want to beat it later today.
3: You're like, and oh man, it's awful, but it's great.
2: It is. It, well, if you're if you're me, it's really good. <laughs> if you're a normal person, it sucks. Kay. It's got it's gotten like fives out of ten reviews. <laughs> I can't wait to play it.
0: <laughs> oh wow, I uh, I've been playing Pokemon still, not much. Have but you caught them still-
3: all yet? No, better hurry not up. even close.
2: I'm running out of steam on that um, one. It's terrible. It
3: does
0: that to me every once in a while. I'll go in waves, uh, but I, Pokemon reintroduced me to my DS, and I started plugging other things that I have for it into my DS, and I, I plugged in Henry Hatsworth and the Puzzling Adventure, which uh, if if you own a DS and you don't have that game, you go, need to go get that game. So um, good. It's really good. It's like a... On the top screen, it's an old-school platformer, platform shooter. So you've got, like, you've got a gun, you've got a sword, you're this old, you know, British explorer guy, the typical, you know, he's got, the, like, the monocle and the mustache. He talks like this. Awesome. He's absolutely preposterous. <laughs> you know, and he, uh, it, you're just running through killing random shit, and um, every time you collect an item or kill an enemy, it drops to the bottom screen onto a puzzle screen that is basically like Tetris Attack or Puzzle League or, you know, it's the block switching. Um, And the only way you can actually get rid of enemies or collect items is to actually make those blocks disappear in the puzzle game. So as you're playing through the platformer, you hit X and it switches to the puzzle screen and you have a limited amount of time you can be on the puzzle screen and you collect your items and power up your dude it's got totally random shit in it too. Like if you you've got a, uh, an ammo meter on the right hand side of the puzzle screen that you fill up for your gun. And if you fill it up twice, you get this blinking light on your bottom screen that says touch. And it's got a picture of a teacup. And when you press it, it, it has a cut scene that says tea time, and it's got this old British guy, like, drinking his tea with a bunch of his old war buddies, and then out of nowhere, like, he jumps into a giant mech with a British flag on its chest yes! and starts running around punching stuff, and he can throw his fist into things and, like, shoot shit, and it's, like,
1: totally random. Isn't well, that a running joke, though, with the... the the uh, mechanized giant robot thing with the British flag on it. I've, I've seen a lot of things really? recently. Yeah. Really? So I mm-hmm. Like, uh, there was uh, a picture that I saw. It was a an art picture of, like, a giant Gundam-like, but it was British, but... From the 18th century, fighting like a giant squid or something—it's like, like you know, crazy it's like, yeah. steampunk stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, I don't it's know, a it's British British Gundam. Yeah,
2: I don't know, but it is the first time I saw that when so I was like, playing G-Gundam. it. I was like, "Are you kidding me? <laughs>
0: yeah, like what's going on? What? What did I buy the right game? And game then you're playing it, and you're like, right I want to do that
2: again. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, and it's it's hilarious too because the game has no, um, there's no. V- voice acting, per se, in the game. But all of... It's got... All the characters, when they speak, have this kind of, like, gibberish speak that they do. The, the sim-speak? Kind of like sim-speak. It is an EA game, so that doesn't really surprise me. But, like, you know, Henry Hatsworth is like... <laughs> you know? Hmm. And the the Weasley, the um, uh, the bad guy, like, the main bad guy, is all... <laughs> when he talks. It's awesome. The game is just... It's so well-designed, and it's just the the levels get a little repetitive you know they're they're cuz they're really long um but the bosses are cool the and the gameplay style is just it's so much fun
2: i thought they got really repetitive but it was it was yeah. okay like it was yeah it's it's super repetitive but that's okay you just put it down when it gets really repetitive and then you pick it up later and mm-hmm. it's like you you recharge did, did
3: this come out recently or something
0: about a year and a half
2: ago yeah it's been, it's a, while. been
3: a while wow i totally yeah, I, over it and a lot of people of did.
0: That's the thing; it didn't do well at all. Like, they probably it, just
3: didn't market it at all. Yeah, It sounds um, really original. Kind of like an original. Yeah it
0: idea. Uh, it's one of the more original idea- ideas I've seen because it's like it's funny too. The uh, if you kill an enemy, it drops to the puzzle screen, and if that block gets to the top of the puzzle screen, you can you can see it start to creep up onto the top screen, right? Mm-hmm. And if it gets onto the top screen, the normal enemy doesn't come back, but that block comes onto the screen and starts like chasing you around oh, the yeah. screen and you can have you kill, to it? kill it. Oh, yeah. you can kill it. Yeah, it's okay. so you spend a lot of time. There are some there are some enemies that you can't kill on the puzzle screen unless you have three of them and can make them all disappear. Mm-hmm. Right, and those ones you spend a whole lot of time just switching to the puzzle screen long enough to drop them down a couple rows so they don't come up. You know, it's,
3: Weird. I'd, I'd have to play it though. I'd like I'm trying to visualize. The it's really I... hard to visualize. I know, but so. Wow.
0: Um, I love Puzzle League, though, and anything that gives me more Puzzle League um, alongside what is honestly a really decent platformer and a really hard platformer um, is is a lot of fun.
3: Well, right on.
0: So um, you brought up uh, Final Fight Double Impact earlier, yes. and one of the things that I, I wanted to bring up was the I've been reading a lot of articles of people that are pissed off about the DRM.
3: I didn't even know about it until you mentioned it. And earlier. I think
0: I think you wouldn't know about it if you've got an always-on internet connection. Yep. Um, but like a lot of people have been complaining because they didn't they didn't tell anybody there would be DRM, and there's no warning about it. But if you don't have a constant connection to PSN. Or is it available on Xbox Live? Yes, it is. It is. Um, If you don't have a constant connection, it. um... I think
2: that's only on the PlayStation version. Is it? I think so.
0: Really? Wow.
3: Yeah. If you don't,
0: if you don't have a constant on internet connection to the PSN, you can't play it.
1: Period. So there's
0: no warning,
1: right? No warning. There's no warning that you're about to get fucked in the ass. Nope. So is it better to have surprise butt sex or be warned about it? (laughs) Boy, when you put it that way. It's kind of like it's Capcom donkey horrible. punching
0: their their fans, really. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, it's yeah, it just doesn't. Um, I hate that. I fucking I fucking hate the concept that I have to have my internet on all the time to play a game. Uh, to even play it single
1: player? Are you kidding me? That's, that's ridiculous. It seems that's absurd. It, a lot of these DRM things recently seem ext- very extreme. Mm-hmm. Even. Even Photoshop doesn't do that, and you can buy a version of Photoshop that costs nearly four thousand dollars. Yeah, mm-hmm. how much does this cost to download? Ten bucks. Ten bucks. 10 bucks. I know who the fuck cares. Then, how are you even gonna Capcom's mess reasoning, with it
0: anyway? That's the thing. Capcom's reasoning behind it is so, uh, unlike well, I don't know how the other systems work, I know how the Wii works, I'm not sure how Xbox Live works, but PSN. You have a PSN account, and you Sony allows you to register that PSN account to up to five PS3s. So, And when you register your PSN account to those PS3s, you can download anything that you've paid for. Um, so you, it, that works awesome for me because I have three PS3s. And uh, the fact that I have three PS3s means that now I can have... I can have my games on all three of my systems and not have to worry about it, right? I can't do that with the Wii, and that's one of the things that aggravates me about a Wii, and it's one of the reasons I don't have three Wiis in my house, because um, I, I've got 150 or 200 bucks worth of VC titles on my on my system that I can't transfer to another system. How does it work for Xbox?
2: Uh, if it's like the way it used to be, you you download something and it's connected to your gamertag and the system that you download it to. So, as a result, if I take my gamertag somewhere else, the people who play on the system I downloaded it to can still play the game. But I can also play it uh, myself. But if it's a different system, so, for instance, I downloaded it on Xbox One and then that one breaks or I get rid of it or something and go to Xbox Two. Uh, The second Xbox, anybody who's not me who plays it, uh, and even me, unless I'm connected to Xbox Live, will get the trial version. But if I'm connected to Xbox Live, then I can play it. Full. Can you
1: re-download
2: it? Yeah, but even still, since it's registered to my gamertag and the system, since it's a second system, it's it's a demo.
0: Technically, it's still you can only still really have it on one system. Yes, um, kind of. And but it's weird. Yeah, but then if you go to another system, it's the same kind of DRM we're talking about right now, where you have to have an on- online inter- an internet connection all the time.
2: Yeah, but you can do I think one uh, full account transfer every. Maybe every year, Hmm. I think, to where I could just completely say, hey, I want all the stuff I'd purchased on this system to be switched to this one. And then at that point, it'll act as if that's the first one I downloaded it to.
0: Hmm. That's kind of cool. But I still like the way PSN does it the best because it's rare that somebody's going to actually have five ever going to use those five systems. I mean, I'm already on number three and I might be on number four because I took that PSN to play and trade to get it repaired and they sent it back to me and they didn't fix shit. But like I, the concept I always have always hated the concept that I have to have an internet connection to play anything locally. Like I paid for the fucking game, and that's their their excuse to do that on PSN was to to combat account sharing, which happens, right? Like because I can go to your PS3, Pat, and I can put my my PSN account on your PS3 and then you can have all the games that I have but that counts as one of my five registrations.
3: Yeah I remember someone uh, early on when I when they actually saw my library of PSN games because I actually have a lot more PSN games than I have like on Blu-ray discs you know Mm -hmm. I might I probably have like 20 or 30 games or something like that but someone was like oh man I really want to play Warhawk and it was like you already have Warhawk so you know do you mind if I just take your ID for a day and download it and I was like what (laughs) Because I, I didn't even know about that functionality or anything like that. Yeah. I, and I really didn't want to screw anything up, so I just like, no, you can't have that shit. Uh, but, you know, this whole DRM thing, like, to play local content, isn't cu- isn't really a new concept. Like, Steam has been doing that for a while. Like, I, remember, I hated it on Steam, too. Yeah, I mean, uh, like, when Half-Life 2 came out, people were just livid because they couldn't play Half-Life 2, which is a single-player mm-hmm. game, uh, without... Ver- you know authenticating through steam first and a lot of a lot of people were just like that's just ridiculous because what if i don't have a you know internet connection all the time but i think like the justification for it is that a lot of people do have an internet, con- internet connection all the time you know so
2: yeah but it doesn't make it good like mine's uh normally i have internet all the time but if i move i yeah. can be in my new place for like a week with no internet because the cable provider is slow mm-hmm. and doesn't like you and hates actually helping you. And mm-hmm. so, like, you could be there for a week with no internet. And so it's like a, du- it's like a double blow, right? Like, you, you can't get on the internet to surf the net and see what's going on. You can't download anything new. And you can't play anything that you've already purchased.
3: Yeah.
1: I think they've since changed that. With Steam. Oh, really? Particular. Yeah, I, I hope so can, because that was one of the things I You can enable offline and... play. Okay. Oh, okay. The best part about Steam is that everything is bound to your account. Yeah. So you can put that on any device. Reformat you reformat your computer, for example, you don't need to worry about any of that. Um, when I, you know, reformat m- my computer recently, I had Half Life Two, but I didn't even need to install the disc because yeah. I just downloaded it from steam
0: that's much more important in a pc environment though too because some people like me included if you have a desktop desktop gaming machine you're fucking around with it all the time like you're putting new graphics cards in it you're putting new hard drives in it you're you know you're changing Mm -hmm. you might completely rebuild or rebuild your machine or whatever and that's that's really important for a pc to be able to have it tied to account an account rather than a, a particular machine yeah. um i i intellectually understand the point of drm on the consoles doing stuff like this but i think it's bullshit um it's the same it's the same argument that you know they make for for music um it, they, i can't i cannot even imagine how much a quote-unquote account sharing would have any impact at all on Capcom's bottom line. Like, how many people are going to buy uh, buy fucking Final Fight Double Impact and be like, hey, Micatron, you want to put this on your system for free? I hey, can only baby. do it five times, but that's you know that's $40 Capcom's not getting.
1: Mirror, mirror. Fuck the Capcom. Uh, yeah, you can just give me that tag, and I don't even have a PS3, so uh, let's <laughs> do it. <laughs> Let's do it.
2: I just wish more people would take into account uh, multiple consoles in a single house. Like, I understand they don't want to do it between friends, like people who are totally not part of the same household. Mm -hmm. I get that. But for me, I I have multiple 360s. And I want to have a way where the, you know, I can say to Microsoft, hey, these are my consoles. And I want to be able to use all my stuff on these consoles without a problem. Mm -hmm. And have like a family account, something like that. To where my family of stuff, whatever it is, is all the same. Uh-huh. And nobody nobody's, has yet to do that. Like, I think they should do that with gold accounts as well. well isn't
0: that kind of what PSN is doing? I mean, that's it basically, because that's what that's what I use it for, right?
2: It is, but some people, a lot of people aren't. A lot of people well, are using fair. it for that that console share, which I understand them not wanting to encourage that. But having it straight up to where you say, hey, this is what I have. Mm-hmm. like can you actually pre-register almost yeah, yeah, your, yeah. your consoles with them
0: like what you're talking about would be something that would be enforceable from a technology level too because if i've got three consoles in my house i am almost invariably h- connecting them to the internet through the same router which means that like where i'm logging my console in from is trackable so you say call up microsoft and you're like i would like to add this deck to my family to my xbox live arcade account or my xbox live account and then once it's added they can do random checks on people and be like well why is this deck on their family account connecting from seattle and this one connecting from florida Mm -hmm. you know that's that would be an easy way to enforce something like that um and they wouldn't have to it wouldn't have to be a hardcore enforcement either it would just be like the first couple of people that lose their xbox live accounts people would discourage it would discourage people from like fucking around
2: Something that would allow me to have more freedom with what I already have is all I would with
0: like. what you've already paid for, I think Correct. that's the key, right I paid money for this stuff like i'm just what bothers me is the concept that if I download something online uh and I paid money for it i'm limit I am more limited in how I use it than I am with a game that I bought on a disc also Ta-da! right also what happens Physical. when they
3: when they decide to not support the online support anymore. Does that mean you just can't play the game anymore? Yeah, that's kind of like what I'm wondering It sort too. of expires? I mean, I'm,
0: ver- I'm I'm assuming that eventually they'll just have to strip the DRM in order to allow people to play
3: offline. Right, but what but... if you don't download it before that patch comes out? Yeah, well... Yeah, you're, you're, you're fucked. That sucks. Of. That's so stupid. It's
2: really like... gotten to the heart of why I hate digital distribution as opposed to physical distribution mm-hmm. and why I will always buy a physical copy.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I like the convenience of it, but the way it's like implemented and the way you don't actually physically own the copy of it, you just have the license for it, really sucks.
2: Yeah, I'm like paranoid gamer, like Tenvoil hats. I'm convinced everyone (laughs) is attempting to take everything from me.
1: Mm -hmm. I think more and more you're going to see console gaming become more like PC gaming. For example, digital distribution on PC does not bother me at all because I've never lost data. I don't lose data. I've had it for Twenty years. The, don't don't lose it. The things that bother most people, I think,
0: are like she said, the tinfoil hat stuff, where you, you, I believe, I know technology well enough to know that um, anything that I download on a console can be taken away from me, remotely, like without my authorization. Mm-hmm. It's real easy, um, and that's what bothers me. Like you have to break into my house to steal my copy of Super Street Fighter Four, right? <laughs> but you don't have to break into my house to steal my digital content. Um, So that's what worries a lot of people is the concept that, well, what if they don't want me to have it anymore? They can just be like, "Mm, you know what? Fuck it. You paid us $10 and we're taking that from you. All right, uh, last week we had a... And this was this just a short thing that I wanted to bring up because we were talking about uh, game collections and game museums. And um, the question was asked, well, do you think they'll ever have video game museums? And it happened. Uh, mm-hmm. Last week or a week and a half ago, um, a video game museum... Uh, opened in Paris uh, on the roof of Le Grand Arche de la Défense mm. I'm probably butchering the pronunciation of that I don't don't care <laughs> but it's uh it's entirely dedicated to the history of video games and it's 10 pounds or 10 euros to get in pounds yep. it's in fucking France and on top of that uh, I was while I was doing research about that particular museum I found out that the Smithsonian American Smithsonian American Art Museum in DC is planning on opening a history of video games exhibit in 2012.
2: I would be more than willing to travel to see that. Yeah, yeah. I've
3: yeah, always absolutely. wanted to go to DC. So,
0: yeah, it would be absolutely a year awesome. and a half. Awesome. We
3: could all just head down there for the opening. Yeah, <laughs> It'd be awesome.
0: I've I've actually heard a lot of stuff. What like I did a bunch of research when I heard about the museum in uh, Paris and found out that there's like there's lots of individual private owners starting to do that kind of stuff to open up like collections and stuff or or allow other museums to use their collections i i actually if 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 anyone's ever interested in in hearing kind of the the mindset of of collectors aside from our own
3: uh insane collector here
2: i'm baby steps compared to (laughs) other people
3: yeah there is a more than one room dedicated to it though is the thing yeah that's what's really impressive
2: compared to other people though
3: yeah so i started
0: listening to another podcast called a life well wasted Um, that I would suggest that everybody listen to, because it's actually really cool. The first episode they did was all about the death of EGM (laughs) and had a bunch of uh, EGM editors and stuff being interviewed. And then the second one that they did was all about video game collectors. And they had this guy that was just like, he has this retarded video game collection in his basement. And he just, uh, like during his interview, offhandedly mentions the sit-down Star Wars arcade machine that he's got in a corner buried under other stuff in his collection um, um UTF. Yeah, like <laughs> um and but there was a, there was a pretty cool thing in there about a guy who um started a a pinball. He he started a pinball collection um and then decided to open a giant thing in in the Bay Area. Um like it's a big three or four room place. I want to say it's called Jujubee's Pinball. Um that's it's just you go in, you pay 10 bucks at the door and you can go play in a bunch of fucking classic pinball machines and Wow, that would um, be well worth it. Absolutely, freaking love That'd be paintball. So awesome. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, I I throw a shout out to a life well wasted. That's a really decent podcast, and and he's got some cool like some cool people that he interviews on there. Um, and that second episode, all about collecting, is kind of kind of give you an insight into the mindset of of people like our like our very own Christina.
2: Scary place. <laughs>
0: uh, I'll get the the boring stuff out of the way. Cave Story, uh, uh, Micatron wanted to ask me why we're doing Cave Story on the show. Why are we doing Cave Story, Luke? Well, Micatron. Uh, uh, I think it kind of was born of a very, very short discussion that Pat and I had because we were going to talk about Cave Story a couple shows ago when um, it came out, and then we got into a discussion before the show and realized that we have a... A fuckload we could talk about
3: but i'm not pat luke <laughs> i feel hurt inside did you not want to do games <laughs> <laughs> i know
1: <sighs> continue yeah <laughs> uh it breaks our format a
0: little bit because it is a new game ish new ish game and um but it's a hugely rooted in classic gaming that's one of the reasons why i thought it would fit it's it's an old school game it's 16-bit era like side-scrolling platform shooter and I think that the people that listen to the show, if they're not playing it already, uh, they should be playing it. I, that's why I wanted to do it on the show and I think we have a lot that we can talk about. All of us love it as far as I can tell.
3: It's in my top 20. Yeah. Easy.
2: I love this game.
3: The yeah.
0: games ever. So, the boring stuff is that the game was actually, m- it was made by a single guy. His name is Daisuke Amaya and he goes by Pixel. It, was just kind of one of those things he did on his own uh took him five years from he started in 2000 programming it and making it um he did everything he did the music he did the sprites he did the programming story everything
2: as a non-creative person i am incredibly impressed by that yeah
0: i i'm a creative person and i'm impressed by that like the amount of dedication that it takes to do that on your free time and then after five years of work to release it for free right? Like, this was a free game. It was a free PC game. Um, the reason that we're bringing it up on the show now is because on March 22nd it released on WiiWare. Uh, it was for 1,200 Wii Points. and it is it is spectacular. Uh, the original one had a fan-created English translation because it is a Japanese game and it required an English patch. Uh, the new one clearly has a, a translation that's quote-unquote official, and they're virtually identical. There's very little changes to the actual dialogue. What do you guys think about the game?
2: Love it.
3: Um, yeah. It is This game has everything, in my opinion, good games should have, uh, except for the two very important things. I, I remember someone, uh, one of my old friends, uh, said the only way to make a perfect game is to have two things, a wall jump and a grappling hook. Super Metroid has both of those things and that's why it's my favorite game or something like that. <laughs> this, this is the only those, those two things aren't in this game but it makes up for it in like all other aspects of how, why good or why 2D games are fun. Uh-huh. You know, it has really good platforming, really good mm-hmm. level design, really cool enemy design. Like the whole thing is like this weird like cute anime yeah. stuff but it has this like we all these like weird dark overtones. You know, the storyline's really dark and kind of twisted. Um, But even though the, all the char- all the characters are really likable, even the enemies, um, yeah. you know, uh, I don't know, it's just really cool. has like adventure aspects to it. It's not just, you can't just, you, you don't just start the level and go from A to B, you know, fight the boss at the end, kind of like a Mega Man level. No, you actually have to do some backtracking. There's exploration. There's exploration. It's puzzle solving. You have to talk to people some role playing.
0: I feel it necessary at this point um, having described the basics of the game to to warn people that if you have not played the game, this is not going to be a spoiler-free podcast. We are going to talk about the game. We're going to talk about the enemies and the and the, the ending and the story and everything. So just just from this point forward, beware. If you haven't played the game I suggest maybe you go play it and then come back to the show after we've... Uh... Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe I should leave because I haven't finished it. Oh, <laughs> me Fuck. neither. Well, you saw us play at the end of it. it yeah. You know. But we didn't read it because I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> Still, <laughs> you've had two weeks. I <laughs> have two weeks. <laughs> two weeks to learn to read. Hey, uh, I like the characterizations in this game. I said that about, I think the last two games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I,
2: I was that. gonna say. These, yeah, I like the art. These little guys give a, a run to your rabbits. They're cuter. They're yes. They're you, cuter. You
1: have the Mamiga.
2: Yeah, well, all of them, even the little enemies. Uh-huh. I don't know what they're called. The little but...
1: guys that fly, the fat guys that fly and try to land on you.
2: They're they're cute.
3: Fat, well, they do the propeller fatties? We'll the... call them. <laughs> In the credits, they have, when you if you get one of the good endings, the it will actually go through like kind of like Mario Brothers would do, and lists tell you lists the yeah. whole cast list and like has like a little description about each one, and then the actual official name of each one Mm -hmm. but it scrolls so fast I I was like trying to read through it all and I was like oh man
0: it's it's kind of interesting too because the the game has three endings and if you get the there's there's one where you just tell the game to fuck off and end it and then there's another one where it's it's a real ending where you fight the boss and you get an ending and it goes through the credits right and they give you this little hint in the credits to uh, some sort of hard mode by after listing all of the enemies it lists the enemies it lists the NPCs and it lists the bosses And at the very end of the boss list, um, it shows, I think it's called Red Ogre. And it says, true heroes get to meet the Red Ogre. Mm -hmm. And you don't see that when you do the regular playthrough, right? If you don't do all the crazy bullshit you got to do to get the, the third super hard ending. And so you're looking at the credits and you're like, Red Ogre? the fuck was a red
1: ogre how the hell do i get to the red ogre
3: <laughs> i skipped an entire boss actually i found really? out later yeah there's like this weird cat thing or something like that it's like called experiment x oh yeah okay no, like it's, I it's I in the, experiment x it's in the it's in the monster um, x monster x that's, what, that's yeah. what it was i didn't even find it i yeah. totally skipped it i didn't even know where the hell it was
0: there's how all far, far of... is
3: that it's like right after where you're at yeah oh, okay pretty close I to where you are. Yeah. well the labyrinth is is actually i think the hardest dungeon yeah there. except for the very final cave which final cave is just kind of like a an endurance mode like okay how good are you at this game
0: final cave i think actually for me i found was um it's a test of patience yeah. right like don't if, fuck up if, though, if you're or you're dead if you're patient and you do things kind of systematically that final cave is isn't too hard um but if you just try and run through it you're you're fucked there's you can't, all yeah. kinds of crap that's just going to beat the crap out of you so
3: you have to make very precise jumps and you have to Mm -hmm. shoot all the enemies in a very like you have to deal with all the enemies on like an individual basis you can't just you know you know jump around and you know spray them down with whatever weapon you have and
1: so it's not easy no no it's definitely not so there's another thumbs up on my my end Hmm. difficulty yeah i believe strongly that that adds for replay
2: yeah Hmm. me.
1: Well,
0: so, like, I know you, Pat and I have both beat it. I know that you two have not. What is it that you guys, what do you think about the game? What is it that you like?
2: Uh, I really like the characterizations, Uh, like we were talking about earlier. There. It's absolutely adorable. It's so cute. And uh, I don't know, I really enjoyed it. The difficulty for me, I don't know if I was probably playing it on easy, maybe. I'm not sure. I had a yellow hat. Maybe I'm easy. The, the platforming was good. It wasn't too difficult for me. It was just difficult enough in certain sections cuz even on easy it still like has some some tough spots. But uh I just kept wanting to play. Like uh-huh. to me and that's really the thing there's just the uh collection of everything going together and making me continue to want to play. The music was great. Music is so catchy.
0: The music is awesome.
2: I yeah. I want to make one of those songs my ringtone on my phone. <laughs> so the
0: the thing that I one of the things that I think is really cool about the game and that I think is really well done is the way that it ramps up the difficulty. There is no point in the game that I felt that it was being unfair or that I was or that the difficulty all of a sudden jumped really bad, right? I agree. Like it's like you you start, you know, with very simple weapons and very little health and as you go through the game you it kind of it ramps up and it does get the the way it should, the difficulty gets always stays just ahead of your abilities and toward the end it does get you know the gap widens but not too far right which is what i i think part of what makes this possible is the fact that it was one dude it was he didn't have studio pressure he didn't have publishers breathing down his neck he didn't have an entire like group of programmers or designers all arguing with each other about the way things should have been. He just had the ability to make it good the way that he wanted to make it. And it shows, right? Like, it shows in, in every bit of the design of this game. Game yeah. is
3: done. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. that's kind of the way it's they finished. did games back in the day, too. Like, you know, for Atari games, literally were made by one person.
1: You had the opportunity to do it with two or three people. Meanwhile, Patrick is... <laughs> Doing weird things that are quite possibly distracting. Someone was,
3: someone was like doing the nose thing. You get okay. something on your nose and I don't know if I got it. Did I get it? You got yeah. it. Okay, cool. Thanks, <laughs> for, <laughs> thanks for sparing me the embarrassment. Yeah. not saying I, anything on the air. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> what was I talking about? That totally distracted me. Viewers. I completely derailed. We're talking about up, boogie. You
0: were talking about how it, They do, that's the way they design games in the day. Yes. Yeah.
3: So back in the day, like it was like one person. One person had like the whole idea, the vision or whatever it was. Maybe two. You know, and then they'd plan it all out, and then they get a team of people, and they're like, "Okay, this is what you're doing."
1: Yeah, they smoke some weed and make a game. How awesome <laughs> is that? Though, when
2: you get to see a cartridge. No, or really, that's what they did. It <laughs> has like, like a uh, boy in his blob. It's David Crane's a boy in his blob. Yeah, yeah, like, right. You know, like David Crane just did random, so it would be like David Crane's tennis, and you're like, <laughs> what? Like, I love that fact. Uh, Spelunker, like, is another perfect example on the main uh, on the title screen. It's like Spelunker by Guy. And you're like, wow, yeah, how awesome is that?
1: Yeah. The grassroots thing was good and good creatively for games because you could make batshit crazy ideas. Uh-huh. And there was fewer people saying no. Want. Exactly. Nobody you, said no. Yeah. On the other side, if the game was terrible, nobody said no nobody except said no. the people who didn't buy it. Or <laughs> if they bought it, they were like, no. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: It's true. That's... um. I am I'm, I'm just wholeheartedly impressed by this guy's ability to to make such a refined game and to be able to just to the amount of work that he put into it and to just dump it out there for free like that's that shows that it also shows the you know the old phrase a labor of love it shows that he just did it cuz he wanted to do it at some point this you know? person
1: probably said I want to make a game uh-huh you don't just start making a game until you do something like this. Mm-hmm. Say, well, I'm not going to be some hot... I'm not going to be Blizzard. I'm not going to be some hotshot developer. But you can still make a game. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I made a game. Say, I, I'm thinking of the guy who made Braid as well.
3: Mm-hmm. I'm also thinking I made of... made a game! I'm also here thinking of... This uh, happens in Japan uh, more frequently than it does over here. But there's a guy that uh, he works at Taito. His name is Zune. And he makes like bullet hell shooters. He makes one, like, every year or so. The guy puts these out for free, demands that they aren't sold, and he wants no money for it. He makes them all himself, you know, and those games have nothing to do with Taito. Um, something
0: I don't know if I could do like I mean I, I could definitely I, I I would not have a problem sitting down and, and creating something that I'm giving away for free right yeah. that's not my problem but but if I were given the option to monetize it I would fucking monetize yeah, it yeah he you totally know? could like, too
3: he's been offered and stuff like that but he's just like no well and that's and one of the it's funny too because <laughs> apparently he programs all of these things like completely drunk like he just goes <laughs> out buys like a bunch of really cheap beer and just spends like, his entire vacation or whatever, like, any time he has time off, just drinks himself to death and makes these games. So, like, imagine some, like, Japanese dude, like, going on this extreme bender and then waking up, like, after it's all over and be like, oh, I made a game. (laughs) (laughs) Like, It's Hemingway for video games. Exactly. No, it's true. It's really crazy. That is uh, an
1: unfortunate and deadly cycle. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Seriously. Yeah,
1: and that's one of the things
0: that... I like about the, the Wear version is the fact that um, we can now support this guy in doing more. Right? like mm-hmm. the possibility and now who knows if he actually will but
3: you finally making money off of it ten years later right really? you know he's
0: finally making some money off of it and now and and I can I can support him by being like you know what I like this game yes I'm gonna spend my 12 bucks on it on WiiWare. and I did and, and it's I, totally worth and it. and it's worth every penny yeah. um,
3: it was probably worth 20 I mean easy easy and
0: yeah. the the <laughs> That leads into the subject of the super fans, right? Because anything like this always has, um, you know, fanatical people that are following it from the get-go, you know. And um, Cave Story is no different. There's people on the net bitching and complaining about it. I I saw them at PAX. I know Christina saw more stuff online about... um, people complaining about the WiiWare version, um, which I don't understand because for I played both the PC and the WiiWare. I didn't play all the way through the PC version. I played probably about halfway through it, um, and then I played the WiiWare version, and the, P- the WiiWare version is the PC version made better. Not to mention the fact that there's an option in the WiiWare version that you can play it with the original graphics and the original music so you can play the exact same game that's available on PC on WiiWare um, with the exception of the translation, right? Because the translation is an actual, like I said before, official translation rather than a fan translation, so there are minor differences. Um, Wasn't that you were saying that was something that somebody bitched about?
2: Yeah, I was looking through just random things on the internet, which is always a scary thing to do, and I saw some guy who was was really pissed that when Balrog jumps through the door and he says "Uh, oh yeah, like the Kool-Aid man like apparently in the game uh the pc game he says huzzah people were pissed yeah oh yeah huzzah i don't get it i don't know
0: really pissed about the change of one word which is funny too because the original it's huzzah and i think that was only because the only reason that i can think of that that was originally translated that way is because it was it must have been like a japanese expression that doesn't have really a literal translation so they're like okay well we'll throw huzzah in there as a as whatever he says through the door, and then somebody who made the WiiWare we version actually put a little bit of thought into, well, this guy's a big goofy-looking dude with stuff, you know, big eyes and stuff on his face, and he's breaking through a
1: door. Let's make a Kool Aid Man joke. Yes. Oh yeah, you know it's why like, not? Why not? It's something that applies to American players, exactly.
0: And I think it adds it adds something to the game. It does not it does not take anything away from the. No, but the, inter- the
2: internet has never been a place to go to for logic. Right? <laughs>
1: yes. It just I wish there were a way to, in the way that you have a text-to-speech translator, but for video game forums that translate translates it into the voice that it should be this whiny <laughs> fucking they had bullshit. that on youtube yeah. for a while it, <laughs> would actually, it would actually read your comments I'm shitting out loud my pants in anger because they translated this from Huzzah to oh yeah <laughs> i'm shitting it's like
3: someone actually going out of their way to actually bitch about that it's like well
0: it was like Dorsey's
1: video.
3: Oh. Or like. Oh, so God. I'm
0: going to throw a shout out here. We got a buddy in, a, in California named Adam Dorsey that uh, um, he's got a video on YouTube that's a dramatic reading of the NeoGAF forums and people's reactions <laughs> to that one, uh, yeah. ExciteBots uh, trick racing or whatever it was on the Wii. And it is one of the funniest things I've ever watched in my life. And it is a perfect illustration of exactly what Micatron was just talking about. Like, you should
3: probably link to that from the site. Yeah, just, maybe just I will.
0: Just throw it up there so people know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Because yeah. that was um, That's. – you're right. It's like people get on forums and they're all of a sudden they're just like eh, –
2: What's well, the funniest part. Like in their normal it. day, they're like lawyers and doctors. And these are people who do like serious things. And then doubtful. they get on the internet. Doubtful. No, mm-hmm. not, not, really all, of doubtful. not some, all of them. Not all of them. Really? There's some college kids, definitely. Like the majority will be college are kids. Are idiots, who are a little. Though. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like you get some people on their – who go on to and it's not just video games either; it's other things yeah. as well. What I'm talking about: people who are serious, serious people in yeah. their daily life. They get the internet. Oh people my god!
1: Talking about babies on the internet or maternity on the internet is madness. <laughs> <laughs> is madness. I just want to punch everyone through the internet. I want I to do sure the same thing internet when I read. Punching
0: arm. I want to do the same thing with most video game forums because the guys that the guys that talk about shit like this just for. I, I have to throw this out there, like the WiiWare version of Cave Story is just better, period. They made better graphics. The The controls are virtually identical, except that the game moves a little bit faster than the PC version. Yes, um, I noticed that. Which makes it better, it's smoother, it's easier to control the translation is better, the graphics look better, like, they have extra options in the game, you have a boss rush mode in the WiiWare version There, you can play the whole game through as Curly Brace, which is is an NPC in the regular playthrough, which is hilarious by the way, because her dialogue changes a little bit, like, everybody says she or lady or whatever to refer to her and she actually talks like, your main character doesn't talk normally and she'll walk up to people and be like Hey Green Guy, what's going on? And then Stop. the regular dialogue will happen, or she'll be somebody will be like, in the normal thing, it'll be like the NPC goes, "Who are you?" And then just continues with their own dialogue. And, it, and when when you're playing as Curly, they're like, "Who are you?" And then she pops in with, "I'm Curly Brace," you know, <laughs> like,
3: yeah.
2: You know, I think one of the things that I, I really I want to mention is the fact that if this stayed just a PC game, I would never play it mm-hmm. uh, because I generally don't stick with my pc at all like the only way i'll ever play pc games is if i ever get around to actually hooking up to my tv because my computer desk is not where i spend most of my time like or at least for gaming like i would rather have it on my couch with a controller in my hand playing it on like you know a 40 plus inch screen as opposed to exactly a little 19 inch 20 inch whatever size monitor you have i'll, I'll never play it So for me, them porting it to WiiWare allowed me to see a game that I would have ignored otherwise. Mm -hmm. It
3: also puts it out there as sort of a challenge. Just like a lot of WiiWare games that come out aren't this good. No. So... I mean a lot
0: of downloadable games period not just, just WiiWare, but just yeah. like on any system they're just even on Steam and stuff
3: there's just a bunch of just none like like steam has a lot of just shovelware also yeah. I mean I think Xbox uh, probably has the largest volume of it because aren't there like a thousand downloadable games or something like that and like how many are so. actually worth
2: I mean they're the <laughs> indie games they've got indie games that's what I'm which, talking about oh, okay yeah yeah
3: how many of those are actually worth mentioning? How many of those actually are worth like getting any press whatsoever? It's yeah. just like,
0: well, and what happens, the problem that I have is that um, when there are thousands of downloads like that is that sometimes something like this can get lost in the shuffle. That is absolutely true of the app Store of the I- iPhone app Store. like agreed, there is no way to find something in the app store. you The only way that anybody really downloads iPhone apps is by hearing about them from someone else or from an internet forum or a, a review or something. You, you could not go into the app store and just find something that you want to use. Um, and I'm glad that Cave Story is not one of those games that's going to get lost in the shuffle because... It's on a service that's promoting it pretty well. Like they had, you know, they had the they were promoting it at PAX um, this last PAX. I don't know if they were p- promoting it PAX East because I didn't go. Um, but like um, Pat's right, this is this definitely raises the We Wear bar. This is a uh, this is one of easily the top five games on the We Wear service.
2: But We actually has a lot of really good games. I think. it does. Like I mean, World of Goo is Absolutely. great, which I never would have played it on PC. The Bit again. Trip games. Games. excellent
1: muscle march
0: T- 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 tamina, sander. tamina sander yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, I, all
3: the all the rebirth games strong bad strong bad's good strong
0: bad Which, i didn't like strong bad but that's because i don't like that style of see, game so i
2: love strong bad and again i never would have played the pc version monkey island monkey island, monkey
0: island. yeah mm-hmm. can we They're just there. turn this
2: into like like i love WiiWare. Yeah. we were all these <laughs> awesome games yeah. Yeah. but
1: then again there's also a lot of terrible we were games
0: but,
2: yeah. so. i mean it's always the way it is right
0: yeah so the, that does lead into, we do, did get some forum questions. Both of them are from Dwayne. One of them was, how, how awesome is the music? Wait, we already said. The music is spectacular. So really awesome. awesome. And I did find out, um, so on the title screen for this game is a remixed version of the uh, one of the songs from the PC version. And apparently there's a, there's a website called the Cave Story Remix Project that... Uh, I'm pretty sure that's where that song came from. And is it, is it an OC I'm, Remix? No, no? it's, it's no, called not... the Cave Story Remix Project. Huh. And it's a bunch of different guys doing remixes of the music, But and I should have done more research, but I'm pretty sure that the guy that did this particular remix from the, for the title screen and released it for the Remix Project, I'm sure, pretty sure that's where they recruited the guy to do the rest of the remixes for the game. They're really good. Uh, regardless of, of what any of the super fans say about the remixed music, it's all excellent. Um, it's in fact, in, in a lot of cases, it's a lot less annoying than some of the music in the PC version. My only problem, my only problem with the main theme is that there's, when you're in the, uh, uh, the plantation, and mm-hmm. uh, I know Pat got there, there's a, there's a part where the main theme song is part of the plantation, is the music for the plantation, but there's a lot of different Areas in this game where you go through a door and you're in a room and you're doing, you're talking and to And then it resets the stuff. music. And it resets the music every, every time, time you go through a door. And you so, gotta, like, that's uh, a
3: big exploration part of the game. It's like a yeah. whole other town. So you have to go and talk to a bunch of people and do a bunch of little puzzle things. And every
0: fucking time you go back to the main screen, it goes. man, if I have gone through a door, you talk to somebody, come back out the door. I
2: will say that. Oh my god. Yeah, like, first off, my problem with the theme song is it's far too catchy. It gets in my head and it won't leave. And now, Oh, i had actually gotten rid of it thank you luke but now it's there again so that's that's one of the
1: four that you put that in the forum voice
2: i don't like it because it's too good
1: <laughs> i don't like
3: it
2: but there's i i played through the the sand because it's
3: too catchy anything i could possibly say to disagree. the sandstorm
2: level or whatever the beginning of that you go through the door and curly brace meets you and the music starts up and kicks in into gear she meets you, the music goes silent, she has three exclamation marks, she runs away, the music kicks in again. And it's like... Son of a... And like right up at that point, you go up to the top and you fight her to get that save spot, and I actually died several times fighting her. And mm-hmm. so every time I would reload from that save, I would go in there and it would be like, music, 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 exclamation, exclamation, music, music, oh my I god. Then to
0: say that particular room is one of my negatives of this game. It's one of the things that bothered me because when you walk into that room it's Curly Brace and there's like four or five Mamiga in the room and you cannot fight Curly Brace without shooting the Mamiga, and... I died several times in that boss battle because I was like, I don't want I don't want to kill the fucking Mimiga. I'm trying to save these fuckers. And, I, like, you find out later that it doesn't harm them. But the first time you go into that room, I was trying desperately to shoot her and avoid shooting the Mimiga because I thought I was going to kill him. And I'm like...
3: Or, really? or alter like, the story or something. I just them
2: all down, and, like, I, indiscriminately. That's what you do
3: afterwards. <laughs> you just, like, F it. <laughs> it's,
0: right. See, that's the point that you get to. Like, the first couple times I went into the room, I'm like, oh,
2: oh I don't want to... What am I doing? I
0: was fuck it Brrr, you know and then you just mow them down indiscriminately right
2: my problem was that i would like shoot them knock them down and then as i was avoiding her they would wake up and then hit me like which would yeah. only take off yeah. a little bit of damage but it was usually just enough to throw me off to where they would hit me and i'd be like oh my god what's going on and then i would die
3: well you know um the 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 thing about this is uh a lot of the actions sections of this game were really intense like you would have just a ton of shit happening on the screen and you know you'd have the, the firepower to actually do it but a lot of times i would like there was so much going on, on this on the screen i actually lose track of my character because i'd uh-huh. be like like trying to track some other enemy or something like that and so i'd be flying around and then there'd be all all, all kinds of other bullshit on the screen that would totally throw me off which is is good. Stop making fun of me. I'm not making fun of Microtron's you. Megatron's making the exact same hand gestures that I'm making at this moment. <laughs> Bullshit! <And> In <I'm>, a <laughs> 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 <sorry. laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah which is which is like what i was talking about what we, yeah. we would be you would get into it and you'd get in the groove or whatever and yeah. you'd be doing awesome then something would happen throw you off and then all of a sudden it was like you're you're the equivalent of throwing your hands in there air you'd just be like i don't know what's going on yeah. thanks my, <laughs> biggest,
0: my biggest problem uh, in that was in some of the boss battles using the uh, if you've got the rocket launcher at level three it there's it explodes so many times and there's all it's like this humongous on-screen explosion that obscures Everything. Yeah. So I lose track of my character, lose track of the boss, lose track of the random shit flying around because there's this giant explosion
1: that's I like, noticed oh you god. guys do that a lot. Yeah. The, the, oh shit factor. <laughs> oh my god,
2: everything. Oh, I'm dead. Yeah.
1: yeah. You just, you lose your, your shit. Name. It's like total, it's funny. It's I like watched, total
2: panic attack. Yeah. You're like, what is going on? I was
1: thinking about watching watching Luke do the final battle. I was like, why is Luke doing this? He just, like, gets hit once and he's like, oh, that's that super guy. And he's like, <laughs> just like, fuck face rolls the controller and it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a downward path like you're know, like oh i got hit oh i'm dead controller just flies across the room like <laughs> well part of that part of that you were watching me do the final boss battle yeah.
0: and part of that is because i know that i can't like there it's like a four stage boss battle basically yes. and if i don't make it to the fourth stage of that boss battle without x number of life i know that i'm fucked right yeah. so there was a certain point where i'm just like if i'm in the first stage and i get below about like 25 health I'm just like nah fuck it I can't do anything about it, so... Well, yeah. there's also the Reset. audience
2: factor as well. Like, you had all of us staring over your shoulders being like, don't screw up. Don't <laughs> screw of. up. Bet
3: he's gonna fuck this up. Yeah, <laughs> man. Yeah, see that? Oh, man, that looks, like, super easy. It's, like, the simplest thing. He's bad at video games. He game just jumped right into it. Jeez. he's a bad person. <laughs> Clearly.
0: This game definitely does have the retro uh, thing that Pat pointed out, too, where if you beat the game, it just goes the end, and you're stuck on that screen. Like old NES games, you know, you just have to... You, you know, have just to loop that... Ending set. song
3: over and over and again. It again. really does I that. It really button. does that. I was just like, pressing, oh man! <laughs> I was pressing a bunch of buttons. I was like, oh, hmm. well, that's old school. Reset. Yeah. over.
1: So no one beat it.
3: Yeah, there was no new game plus or any bullshit like that. It's just yeah. you're done.
1: Start at level ninety nine. Good job.
3: You're, you're lucky we even gave you a save point. You fucks. <laughs> 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 the old school game. We just giving you like three lives and. Told you, fuck off! I have just given you. Uh, I always. I, don't know. I have, back
1: when I was a youngster. Yeah. I
3: would have just given
2: you a password that was comprised feet. of like hieroglyphics and. Yeah, <laughs> well, this is.
3: I always to 256-bit characters, and uh, you know it's going to be 300 characters long. I always yeah. refer to
1: the the end of Rampage, where it's just like, congratulations. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and then you sit there in silence, just like that. <laughs> you know, like I just punched like and all of those buildings for hours. And all I, I really... get is a congratulations. Not even like a little bit of tug or something. Like, <laughs> oh my god, it's just nothing.
0: I was really hoping for like a uh, like a, an end plus type thing where I could play through, you know, for the WiiWare version at least, right? I know the original didn't have it, but I was really hoping that maybe I could get a uh, go play through the game again with all my power-ups and stuff and see just how retardedly easy the beginning of the game would be with the machine gun at level 3. Like, um, <laughs> Or you go
3: through the entire game with just the level 1 Polestar.
0: That would be hard mode, I would, think. <laughs> I would assume.
3: That so would just, like, in- impossible. Like, you can't ever level up your weapon. That's that's good. something
0: they added to the WiiWare version that I'm. that's really cool is they added difficulty levels. There's three difficulty Difficulty levels in the WiiWare version. There's no, none in the PC version. Yeah, and that's awesome, right? That's for uh, me. Yeah, okay. so for
2: me it's awesome because
0: I know that hard mode. Uh, you you get fucked in hard mode. Like mm. they don't give you any. They give you hardly any life yeah. uh, capsules. Uh, you it's really hard to level up your weapons. Like it's. But you know what you else? Take your weapon. It's an uphill battle. Your weapon the whole time. You take more level damage to your weapon when you get hit as well. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I was yeah, gonna it's... say
2: like even though they added easy mode, which again I had yellow hat, so I'm assuming I was on easy mode. I have no idea. I don't either. Like there's still one hit kills. Like it's not easy. In the yeah. fact that there's you're a the little
0: white guy in the bushlands. Or little in the white egg guy corridor. Yeah, rather, the little white guy those, kills you immediately. The spikes,
2: red spikes. Yeah. And, and then, then when you yeah. go into the bushlands, they're the same color as the background. Oh my god, <laughs> they're, they're like green olive green color and they look just like everything else until you da- you touch it and all of a sudden you realize that you're it doesn't one hit kill you but it hurts you
3: like pretty bad and- I like
0: it when you hit some of the spikes and stuff and it, it always tells you how much damage you take uh, I was at the end of the game with 40 some life and I know that there's like spikes and shit that you hit them and it's like 127
1: you're like Jesus!
2: <laughs> you're like, come on, guys, really?
0: Seriously
1: they might just, just throw some arbitrary number out there. 6,832! <laughs> right, really. Shit.
0: So,
2: yeah, so it's like no matter what difficulty you're playing on, they still throw that in there to be like, ha ha, dead.
0: Well, I love this game. I, I think, as I said a, a thousand times during this podcast, everyone should buy it. Everyone that owns a Wii should buy it.
1: Agreed. Um, or get a Wii so to buy are, it. Duh.
3: Or just play it on PC for free if cool. you're a cheap skate, So
0: We'll go back to Dwayne's uh, other question, which was actually the more relevant one that says, do you think that the Wii version is a faithful rendition of the PC version? For someone that blew through the PC version, do you feel it's worth picking up anyways? Um, yes and yes. 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 Um,
2: like I said, not I,
0: only a worthy translation of the, a translation of the PC version, but a better translation of the PC version.
2: And it depends to me. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, I like to sit on my couch and play games on a giant screen. Mm-hmm. And it, even if I had played this through on a PC,
0: and even if it's a 16-bit game, it doesn't matter. Yeah, giant no. screen still makes it awesome.
2: Giant screen makes it awesome. And plus, I mean, I'm a lazy gamer. I like to sit there and just completely lounge, and I don't really do that when I'm at computer screen. So, right. I think it's absolutely worth it. It's not that expensive. Twelve bucks. And you know it's great.
0: I will rail on anybody who thinks that this is not a good translation uh, of the PC version, like minor bullshit complaints about the translation or the music or what fuck you. This game is <laughs> like come just go on ahead and tell it's, them how
2: you really feel literally. really
0: it's yeah. it's awesome. like the game is just better in every way they could make it better, and uh tell us
1: how you really feel. Just walk out in the street and get hit by cancer. Die in a fire.
0: I just
3: pictured a truck that just said "cancer" and somebody, <laughs> some <laughs> internet. Nerd getting it's the real jolly day.
0: ding ding. And my opinion about the whole PC version thing: like, is it worth buying? Yes, it's worth twelve bucks um, for two reasons. One, they did add improvements to the game and additions that you won't get in the PC version, and that um, now that the game has been monetized, it is almost completely unlikely that Daisuke Amaya himself will be able to make the same additions to the PC version and then release them as a patch it just wouldn't be allowed I'm assuming that the licensing agreement with Nicolas would prevent something like that I really um, hope
2: that he does more
0: I do too like I really do and, and I hope he's given the freedom to do things the way that he can because he's proven that his decision making skills are second
3: to none yeah. he'll right. probably end up being like making sports games or some garbage like that I don't know <laughs> well, go, I mean, working for, go work for EA
0: secondary and... <laughs> like pu- fucking secondary program or like Guitar Hero or 7 or whatever he makes
1: just, Sims like, 5
2: <laughs> whatever he does though I'm in for one
0: uh, yeah yes it's it's worth it go buy, go spend 12 bucks support the guy who did this awesome game and uh, stop bitching about stupid bullshit
3: <laughs> yeah take that internet
0: There were two virtual console releases since the last podcast. Mega Man 4 and King of Fighters 95. Not really a whole lot to say about either of these two games. Mega um, Man 4
3: has Skullman, which is my favorite uh, Mega Man theme. It really? Yeah.
1: I was Feral Man do, in there, too? Do, 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 do. I think so, yeah. Do, 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 it's yeah. the first Mega Man.
0: Like, I put the note in here. It's the first Mega Man game that you could charge... Uh, charge your shots. Yep. Um, it's not my favorite Mega Man game. Uh, it's really of all easy. Time. Actually, it's it's compared... one of the easier ones, um, but it's really? still good. And it's, yeah, easy for a Mega Man game, I should say. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's uh, it's still good though. Like I I'm also one of the guys that doesn't I don't bitch a whole hell of a lot about Mega Man games. Like I like them all. I like I like Mega Man's one through ten. I like Mega Man X one through six and eight. Uh,
1: Seven was fucking Shit. awful. It was... Uh, it's generally like going into a Starbucks. You know what you're going to get? <laughs> it's a franchise. <laughs> you're going to get the same shitty coffee. Uh, yeah. Except Mega Man isn't shitty. Yep.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, except with one crucial difference. It's not shitty.
0: Um, King of Fighters 95 is a King of Fighters game. It's um, okay. Okay. <laughs> And it's, uh <laughs> it's, it wasn't it spectacular, it's just, okay. It's anyway. interesting to see, like they say things like it's the first King of Fighters game that allowed you to, to pick individual team members and do a team edit. It was the second King of Fighters game ever made, so it's not like that's a huge deal. Nope. Um, and it it came, it got swept under the rug because it came out the same year as Street Fighter Alpha and Street Fighter Alpha kind of blew it out of the water. Um Not necessarily in gameplay mechanics, but just because everybody's a Capcom nut.
3: King of Fighters didn't really come into its own until, like, 97, 98,
0: anyway. 98's my favorite of of the series. 98 and 02. I like 2001. 2001's good. You should play 2002, because 2002 is everything cool about 2001 made better, and it has more characters.
2: I'm going to give it a try. I'm not a fighting fan. I tend to, exactly like what you mentioned earlier, when I start playing them, like, somebody hits me, and I'm like, what is going on? I'm dead.
3: Yeah. King of Fighters is really not the pinnacle of all fighters though is the, the thing they're not really tournament worthy no
2: all it's, i do i'm a button masher to like extreme the, anyway 98
0: is kind of considered tournament worthy yeah but i mean because they balanced 98 really really well yeah um, it's like
3: the the b league of fighters basically kind of. Um, i
0: love them though like yeah. i love king of fighters 11 and everybody else they're so
3: different like yeah they're, they're like you know originally it was a street fighter ripoff but it kind of came into its own and it it has its own feel, you know. it Doesn't feel like any other fighting game, you know. I mean, I have played a lot of fighting games, and I actually started playing Fatal Fury and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, um, that's a terrible fucking game. You know? Yeah, it's, it really doesn't. You age want to give
0: it's a Street Fighter ripoff? Play Fighters History Dynamite. <laughs> oh my god! They actually got. I found out this weekend. They had that the guys that made Fighters History Dynamite, which I think was a Data East game, actually got sued for it by Capcom. <laughs> they won, right? They were like the the courts like told Capcom to go eat and just like you you're fucking idiots. It's a quarter circle forward is not your personal bullshit. So <laughs> um so but I don't know. That that game is it's got this like crazy rendition of of cuz in Japan it's called Karnov's Revenge or in, and it's it's actually Karnov from Karnov. Big Isn't fat a Ru- game? yeah, big fat Russian dude Fuck with like yeah. scars
3: on his face and shit. I shooting. thought he was he's only like... in Bad Dudes and Karnov.
0: No, he's also in uh, in Carnov's Revenge slash Fighter's History Dynamite. Oh wow!
2: Um, Who so. doesn't love Karnov?
0: I don't know. I don't know. How do you not love Karnov?
2: I don't know. It's hard as hell. It's yeah. really yeah, hard. That's going to be on
0: my list. That's going into the hat here okay. pretty soon. So, um, which we we haven't all come up with our lists yet but we will we've got two sh- i figure we've got two more shows before we have to because next week we are ne- next week next show we are already planning on doing um Streets of Rage sh- Streets of Rage yeah. trilogy
3: all three. all 3 all 3 all right
0: um so we're basically going to do two good games and one fucking terrible one um <laughs> what do you play
3: play S- Street for- Streets of Rage 1 Streets
0: of
1: Rage no Streets
0: of Rage 3 is by far the like, worst what it's terrible no you it's not the, you know, the music
1: guard? is Look, terrible it's already it's happening different. the podcast is right. already happening right,
3: there's a preview yeah, there's yeah. A preview. <laughs> uh, <laughs> finally we'll get a game where we uh, like not all of us agree which is good
1: and uh oh we've we've had that happen
3: quite i know frequently. but, but not this
1: It's battle time yes let's well, straight so.
0: to rage it up <laughs> <laughs> the uh i my suggestion is that the show after that we do a handheld um we haven't touched a handheld yet We've got suggestions for one at least. I know Cage Mixer X suggested uh, six golden coins. Um, I know you have some suggestions for Atari Lynx games, and those, I, will, I think those
2: will be tougher. But I at least have a Game Boy game.
0: Yeah, yeah. I gotta I say,
1: don't have a Lynx.
3: Let's I do Tiger Electronics, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. I,
2: have two. I think we should. You said you had three. I mm-hmm. have two. Jesus. Holy liar! Oh my god! Oh my god. gosh! I think Dance you guys should all play Dracula so that you can get to the end of the game and then die and start no, I'm okay. over.
3: <laughs> Take that!
2: <laughs> yeah, play my games, my kind of hard games. Micatron's so, like shooters everywhere, and I'm like, I hope you play a long adventure game. Forget everything you did till you get to the end and then die. I
1: hope you get <laughs> hit by cancer. I hope you play. A,
0: <laughs> I hope you play a long adventure game and then set it down for three months and come back to it, and not know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> These are the things that I live with. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we'll do a handheld, but we haven't decided what. We'll figure that out later. Um, so I wanted to I wanted to throw out some some listener homework. Actually, I want people to do a couple of things for us. One, please join the forums on the website. Uh, I'm I'm running this podcast through Podtrack, and it gives us a kind of an interesting glimpse into how many downloads we're getting, but it's not really like. Telling me anything, so I, we kind of want to know how many people are out there listening. We got like you know thirty-ish people on the Facebook group. We got seventeen members on the forums. We're getting forty to fifty downloads per show, um, which unique downloads per show, which I hope is roughly the number of people that are listening. But I hope it's more. I hope it's a lot more. Uh, I'm, I want so if you're if you're out there and you're listening. Take a few minutes and just go up and join the forums and post something in the introduce yourself forum, which I just put up so that everybody can kind of get get to know who you are. Um,
2: Plus, I like to talk to people. And I do too. We should talk. Yes. and we need
0: the forums. I would love the forums to be more active because I, I really would love to be able to talk to the people that are actually listening to the show and get feedback and just bullshit about video games, suggestions
1: so, for games.
0: Absolutely. Yes, mm-hmm. please
2: go on. Yes. Suggest games that you want us to play. Because
0: Snicker suggested Neuromancer from the Commodore mm. 64. What? Yeah, oh, I haven't even heard of that. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a little obscure, but it might be <laughs> worth doing. We know these we were days.
3: going into this obscure realm yet, but we could. We could if you want to.
0: Those will be when we get the shit thrown in the hat I know Christina's probably just gonna be like I'm 50 fucking weird ass
1: you know what I'm gonna put in the hat I think I'm gonna put 8 eyes in the hat oh,
3: oh. my god <laughs> <eyes>. no. <laughs> no I, I had to leap over this table and just that punch you right in the face that game is horribly hard it's not, it's hard, it's not even yes. fair it's, I don't even know if it's possible
1: I'm, the game was, I've
3: gotten to the last The that game was programmed by Satan <laughs> <laughs>
1: and yet I still have my soul I think
3: Jeez. you hope yeah.
1: You don't know. Uh, whatever.
3: So it's a team of developers, the four horsemen of, of apocalypse. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the s- apocalypse. <laughs> the second piece of listener homework I wanted to throw out was get more people to listen. Right? If you like the show, if we can get w- every one of you that listens to the show to get one more people to subscribe, fuck yes. That's that's doubles our fan base. Get the word out, like get let's get some people listening. If anybody, if nobody has anything else we need to bring up before the end of the show, I'll go ahead and start the usual cleanup. Anybody got anything you want to talk about?
2: I'm still laughing at one more people. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, one yeah, more people? I got a. Did I say? Did I say one more people? You
2: did. Awesome. One, one, one people
1: more people.
0: Okay. Rate us on iTunes. Uh, Rate you us. know this. Bullshit. Uh, follow us on Twitter at After the Fact Pod. We we're up to eight followers on on Twitter. One of oh, them's me, but holy whatever. Shit. Followers. Oh, uh, I can't
3: be your backup singer. Join Bullshit. our Facebook
0: oh, no. group. <laughs> Join our <laughs> Facebook group. Uh, we're slowly climbing on that one too. I keep the sending out invites, and I get like three or four more people every once in a while. The book of faces is um.
1: <laughs> climbing. <laughs> I thought you were in musical mode last <laughs> show, not this
0: one. He's like
3: the, the real men' genius backup singer. <laughs> <right>? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, raise my mic geeky. to you <laughs> <laughs> i <laughs>
0: uh i already talked about joining the forums the website is www.geekerific.com or if you want to email us questions suggestions feedback anything you want to email if you want to talk to any one of us individually you can email us at after the fact at um so i'm luke uh for pat Mike uh, Katron uh, and Christina. Go by Cave Story. Go by Cave Story.
2: Go buy, cave story.
0: Go buy, cave, story. Go
1: buy cave story.
0: And we're out.